sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talking about crossing the Jordan. Uh-huh. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Woo, my God. Did she break that thing down about using your faith? Uh-huh. Uh, 2023, we're going to have to use faith a whole lot more. I was talking to the pastor yesterday. It's going to be a bigger shift in this year coming up. Oh, my God. We thought the first, last two or three years was something else. But it's something else bigger on the horizon. And the saints of God going to have to rise up in faith like never before. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So hold on to your hat. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, because the waters is getting troubled. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's time for the saints to be like the lame man laying by the pool of Bethesda. <laughs> Waiting on the troubling of the water. My God. <laughs> Hey, glory. Oh, I'm going to get back to the lesson here. Uh, so we're dealing with Joshua. Uh-huh. The third chapter. Uh-huh. And the verses 11 through 13. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth pass it over before you into Jordan. Now, therefore, take you 12 men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man, and it shall come to pass as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of Jordan, and the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand, look at that, even the water standing up and obeying God. Stand up upon a heap. And the lesson text, Joshua 3, the whole chapter, 1 through 17. The truth about God is God goes before us and removes obstacles from our path. And the truth for my life, I will step out by faith. And trust the Spirit to lead me. Amen. So my topic is the second one. I'm going to hit that and then go back into the review. Amen. So the Israelites crossed the Jordan River by the power of of the spirit the ministry stepped into Jordan and God's people followed mm, that, that's a big word right there it, it's they followed mm-hmm. they didn't try to get ahead of God uh, they, they didn't get out there and do their own thing uh-huh. But they followed the instructions that God had laid forth by the man of God. Uh-huh. So God empowers us for these big God-sized challenges and achievements. And we can accomplish things on our own, but the promises of God are something different. Because you can only obtain them by the power of the Spirit of God. And God often used his leaders in the forefront of his move. Oh, come on, somebody. And, and see, the issue with uh, this latest generation of church is many of them obviously didn't get the memo that you got to be a good follower to be a good leader. I guess they missed that memo uh, because what we have here is a failed generation of leaders huh, that are going before God's people, leading by example. Uh-huh. Often try to preach to somebody something that they ain't doing themselves. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, but see, the, the thing about Joshua is that he was faithful and dedicated to his leader. Oh, we're going to sit there for a minute. <laughs> In order for to 
use you. We got a generation, you know, that's jockeying for position. Everybody wants to be We live in a, a promotion society. Everybody wants to rise up to the top. Everybody want to be a supervisor. Everybody want to be a leader. Everybody want to be a manager. Everybody want to be an owner. You see what I'm saying? You know, we're at a point now in our culture, society, where people are not comfortable just following. <laughs> and it's nothing wrong with, you know, being a leader, you know, uh, stepping out into purpose, if that's what God has in for wrong with that. But first things first, let's learn how to follow so that you can be a good leader because when you're following, that's preparation. Mm -hmm. And see, Joshua didn't miss preparation. And a lot of folks is jumping over preparation and want to jump in, head in on being a leader. Oh, but see, Joshua served Moses well. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever Moses needed, Joshua was right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, even when Joshua may have been tired, he may have been weary. You know, he may have wanted to do some things on his, by himself or with his family, whatever. Joshua was right there. Uh-huh. Supporting his leader. Even though Joshua may have received the call, it didn't say when. Didn't say when. He could have received the call when he was a young, a young teenager. When he was a young man, but he still served as leader. Oh, because Joshua, along with everybody else, to make your calling and your election what? Sure. Be sure of a thing now before you get deep out in there. Because the devil is a master of making a fool out of people that think they bigger than their leader. They won't go through the preparation. They won't stand the teaching. Oh, come on here. You can't stand the rebuke. You can't stand the reproof. You can't, you can't stand instruction because you think you're so big. You never outgrow your leader. Okay, how high you get? <laughs> oh, God told Joshua, Joshua in the first chapter, as I was with Moses, I will be with thee. Did God tell Joshua that you're going to be bigger than Moses? Huh? Well, that's what this generation is caught up in, I'm telling you. Uh-huh. They got big bobbleheads now because they got a little piece of an anointing. Huh? A little piece now. Don't know how to operate. Don't know how to flow. Can't hear God. And there's so much flesh reeking in the church. It's sickening. Huh? Don't know how to follow. Don't know how to serve. But we want to be big shots. Hmm. I bet if we got the resume of a whole lot of these big shots now. If we check the resume, Ro, uh, uh, how well did you serve your leader? How well did you serve your pastor, preacher? How well, huh? How faithful and dedicated were you, huh? Mm, did you leave your post, huh? Trying to do your own thing, huh? Tear the church up and take folks with you? Let's check some resume and credential. <laughs> Woo-wee. It's going to be a whole lot of folk got some explaining to do. Mm. Uh, because we can come up with a, a good sermon. Uh, we think we done arrived. Uh, but unless God is endorsing it, honey, uh, it ain't going nowhere. Uh, you can have it all eloquently put. Uh, you can put the scriptures together. You can moan and groan. Uh, you can walk on the table and walk on the chairs. Uh, you can have the crowd excited uh, and tell you to preach on. Uh, but unless God... 
is endorsing it. I know about y'all, but I want God to endorse. Please, God, shake heaven's salt down on my life. Please, God, rain down your glory and your blessings, grace and favor on my life. You better make sure God endorses. <laughs> oh, in the first chapter of Joshua, God let Joshua know <laughs> I'm endorsing you, man. As I was with Moses, I shall be with you. That shows you that God was endorsing him. I'm just trying to check here. How many folks <laughs> is God endorsing? Uh-huh. Everybody got a church on every corner like a gas station. If God ain't safe, huh? God ain't called you, huh? Many are called, a few are chosen, huh? Uh, folks is going to run and start their own thing and do their own thing. And God uh, ain't nowhere in it. Uh, oh, come on here. Uh, oh, you can look at the world, uh, the state of the church of emergency. Oh my God. Closing doors, shutting stuff down. And you just got to come to the conclusion it must be by the hand of God. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, just hold on for a minute. Because this leadership thing is tighter than what y'all taking. A lot of times people take God for granted. When God done put you in leadership position, baby, you got to be accountable. Huh? Joshua was held in account for how he served Moses. Uh-huh. God held him and Caleb in account. Even though they professed they believed, he expected them to move the work. Just like he expected us to step up and move the work forward. Mm-hmm. We got to be accountable, saints. Huh? We can't just drop it and try to pick it back up and drop it and throw something up before God and think that God is going to be pleased. No, 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 no. You don't do God like that. You may do your house like that, but you don't do God like that. <laughs> oh, come on here. Uh, and, and so the thing that Joshua did is that he won the respect of God. Oh, that's a little touchy. He got God's respect. Oh my God, when is the church going to get it? We got to get in a place where God pays respect. He pays attention to everything concerning our life. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, if you ain't going to get God's respect tearing down his house. You ain't going to get God's respect being a divider in the house of God. Sowing discord amongst the brethren. Coming up missing any time you get good and ready. Dropping off. Huh? Come on here. Lagging behind. Can't believe God. Can't trust God. And what he said. You ain't going to win God's respect like that. <laughs> This man had an audience with God. Ah, it's tough, I'm telling you. Because we got to get in the place, saints, that we get an audience with God that when we speak, he say, here I am. When was the last time you talked to God and he said, here I am? Real quick, I'm talking about right then and right there. Not you praying for 30 days. Not you foaming at the mouth, rolling in the floor, and begging and crying and pleading, God, if you got an audience, he shall speak on an instant. We need to do an inventory, leader. Oh, you want to be a leader. Oh, okay. Just know that God going to hold you by your draws because you're going to be held account. You hear me? You are going to be held in account. Jesus. I know it's tight this morning, Elder. <laughs> oh, my God. God is expecting more. God is demanding your attention. God is expecting more out of your service. He's expecting you to be dedicated. Oh, my God. He's expecting 
expecting you to come in and be accountable. Be on the front line. You don't step down off your post. You don't give the devil no ground. Oh, come on here. You got to be faithful. It's required of a steward to be what? Found faithful. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God parted the waters. Hmm. Just like he did for the nation of Israel. Back in Egypt, he did the same thing again. Huh? What God did one time, he'll do it again. Oh, come on, somebody. I guess I ain't got no witnesses. Huh? If he did it before, if he made a way out of no way, if he opened a door for you before, uh, healed you before, uh, he is what? The same God. Uh, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, if he brought you out before uh, with a strong and mighty hand, uh, he's able uh, to do it again, again, and again. Uh, the problem is uh, with the people, it's with us. Uh, we don't believe it like we say we believe. Oh, come on here. If we believe like we say we believe, we can see abundant miracles, signs, and wonders because the Bible said they follow them because they believe. He's the same God. Uh, my God. So, there was an entire generation that was with Moses that was now dead and gone. Uh-huh. <laughs> now God raises up a people. Did y'all notice what he did? He raised up a people out of a people. Uh-huh. And he's going to have to do the same thing in this era. He's going to have to raise up a people out of a people. Mm-hmm. Because folks them fell off, falling off, going to fall off, and God already know. <laughs> uh-huh. Two of the original, y'all. That's tough if you really think about it. Because guess what? It was millions of Israelites with Moses. Millions. You're talking about a mega church. Oh, Moses had a real deal, mega church. <laughs> oh, well, we ain't had no mega church like Moses had a mega church, baby. Because he had millions of Israelites now. <laughs> My God. So look at this thing. God raises up a people out of a people. Gives the man of God instructions to take them across this Jordan. Now, the Ark of the Covenant had to be out in the forefront. And what is the Ark of the Covenant? It is the presence of God. Oh, how is we going to go and not have God endorsing and not have God's presence uh, when we're trying to go about doing something? Honey, I want God all in my Kool-Aid. I need God with me. Uh, everywhere I go and everything, I need God. Woo, my God. So he tells them now, he gives instructions for the priests. Oh, my God, the Levites. They had a special assignment. And we need to get to the point where God is giving us assignment. What was the last time God gave you an assignment? Oh, the church got quiet. When was the last time God gave you an assignment? Spoke to the man of God. Told them to carry the Ark of the Covenant. When they get to the edge of the Jordan, where the soles of the feet touch the brink, and you got to get a picture of the Jordan because it wasn't no calm water. The Jordan was very drifty. Woo, my God, the waters rush. 
And at that particular season, I could imagine the water was pretty high. Uh-huh. Woo, my God. But they had God. And, and, and see, that's the picture that we need to get, is that they had God. Uh-huh. Huh. And when you got God in the forefront of what you're trying to do, baby, you got everything. Amen. If God be for you, who Mm-hmm. Presence of God was in the front. And then see, the presence of God is the difference, y'all. See, when the presence of God, the Ark of the Covenant was there, then water didn't have no choice but to move out the way. <laughs> oh, come on here. Oh, like it had an option. Oh, my God, don't you know when God is on the scene, everything shifts, the whole atmosphere, and the earth trembles. Read the books of Psalms when it talks about your great God, the great terrible, the almighty God. Oh, when his presence is in the place, everything obeys, everything stands at attention because his presence is like no water didn't have no choice but to move out the way uh-huh <laughs> he created the seas and established the flood it was god oh come on here it wasn't the men oh yes it was great and wonderful that they obeyed god that's what you're supposed to do oh don't don't put a because I obey God. What they do? That's what you're supposed to do. You ain't gotta wave no flag. I did what the Lord told me to do. Good for you. You did it today, but you might not do it tomorrow. Come on, somebody. We like to wave a flag. I, I did his life. I trusted God. You may have trusted him this month. Hmm. Come on, let's just stop it. Stop, stop faking in front with me. Uh-huh. Come on, somebody. Oh, they obeyed God by faith. Hmm? This is what made it so much more powerful is that they have the faith to believe that God is going to do exactly what he said he was going to do. He said, we're going to cross this Jordan. No, we're going. Uh-huh. We're going. We're going to make it over. Huh? We're wasting a bunch of time questioning God. Well, God, how you going to do that? And God, how you going to do that? And God, I don't see it. And God, that's your problem. That's your problem right there. Wasting a bunch of time because you can't see it. Huh? Come on here. God ain't asked you if you can see it. Huh? God ain't concerned about how you see Huh? A lot of times you can barely see in front of your face. Talking about I can't see. I can't see. I know you can't with your blind self. Huh? That's your opinion. Well, God, you know, it just don't make a lot of sense. Well, God, I just can't, I can't figure it out. Oh, that's your problem. You ain't been able to figure it out. Because God is sovereign. He rules and reigns in the and He's in control of everything. You ain't in control of nothing. You don't run nothing. It's through him that you what? Move, you live, and you have your being. And without him, you do nothing. Uh-huh. That's a problem. <laughs> Woo! Yes, sir. By faith. Uh-huh. Because said when you get to the brink of the river, the first foot, when your foot touched the water, uh-huh. it's going to divide. Yes. That wasn't because of their foot. It was because of what God had said. Hey. It's because of what God said. Huh? And see, I really like verse 10. It just 
stood out to me when Joshua was talking to the peoples. And he said, hereby ye shall know. It's going to be the evidence you're going to know, baby, it was God. You ain't going to have to split no hairs with nobody. You ain't even going to have to split your own hair. By the time God get done, you going to know that it was God who was on your side that was working for you. He was looking out for you. You shall know. We ain't going to have to guess about it. Oh, because God, he'll put you on front street. He'll raise you up. And he'll showcase his people and see what the Lord has done in their life. And leave folks scratching their head and wondering how you got so blessed. How did you get where you got? It was all because of the hand of God. It was because of God. My God, and you shall know that the living God <laughs> is among you. Oh, the enemy going to see that God is with you. The haters and debaters, the jealous folk, they going to see that God is surely with you. I, I'm trying to get calm here, uh, but this was so good to me. Uh, and the way that he described what God was going to do, uh, he said, without fail. I just sat there and told God, there is no failure in you. God, you will never fail. Yeah. Woo! My God, y'all going to have to start talking to God by faith. God, whatever you say, it is possible. You will perform it. Not that you can. I know you can. But I'm talking about I know you will. See, we don't shift it from one level of faith, God, I know you can, to a level where God, I know you will. God, I know you will. God, I know you ain't going to fail. God, I know you're going to come through. That, that's, that's where we need to go. That's the vein we need to flow in right there. God, I know you're going to come through. God, I know you're going to work it out. Somebody said Jesus can work it out if you let him. Oh, Jesus can work it out if you let him. This problem that I had just couldn't seem to solve. I tried and I tried, but I kept getting people involved. And then I did what? I turned it over to Jesus. And then I stopped worrying about it. Gave it over to the Lord and he what? Huh. Because God will surely come through. And see, Joshua had the confidence in his God. Uh-huh. Build your confidence even more this year, saints. It's going to be imperative that you have confidence strong God. The Bible said don't cast away your confidence. Huh? That have great recompense of reward. But after you have done what? The will of God. You might receive the promise. Build your confidence, saints. Uh-huh. He done showed us time after time what he can do. Uh-huh. He been there, what, every step of the way. I mean, every step of the way, God has been there. He's been faithful. He's been good. He's been kind. He's been merciful, gracious, and patient. Done put up with us, been long-suffering. Come on here. That's the kind of God we serve. Hmm. Somebody said he was the almighty God. <laughs> Joshua told the peoples that God is going to drive out your enemies. Uh, we heard too much enemy. Uh-huh. Uh, they just going to be an instrument in God's hand. <laughs> 
He said he's gonna drive out all them ites. You know, if I can put it in our day, all them igus. All them injures. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about them. Uh-huh. Joshua called them out. Uh-huh. Ain't nothing wrong with you calling them out. Canaanites, the Hittite, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gergashites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Call them all out. Because when my God gets through with them, <laughs> Joshua said he's going to drive them all out. They're going to have to get out your way. Uh-huh. They're going to have to lose their hold. Oh, my God. Because when God do a thing, he do a thing, honey. And when he move them out of the way, it won't be no trace of them left. Oh, that's the kind of God we serve. Oh, he'll make your enemies your foot. They go to the sole of that foot again. The sole of that foot. Because that devil is under your feet. Oh, hold your head up, say to God. Because it's under your feet. It's under your feet. Uh-huh. He already got you the victory. Huh? The victory is already won. Y'all acting like God is waiting to get victory. He already got the victory. He just waiting on you to step up. Come on through. Like you believe him. You trust in your God. You know that he makes us victorious. I'm trying to remain calm here. It's hard. <laughs> the victory is already won, honey. The sooner you get the revelation uh, that you already got the victory, uh, all you got to do is walk before your God uh, with confidence uh, like Joshua and believe uh, that everything he said, uh, it shall come to pass. It shall be done because God said it would. Like he did the Red Sea. 
mm -hmm, he did it again. And the Bible said that the leaders of God, they stood where? On dry ground. Your pillow was wet with tears. You cried all night. Oh, but I'm here to tell you, your prayers and your tears, they done gone up as a memorial before God. And he tries it up. You saw that word a lot of times in the Sunday school lesson, consecration. Well, what did consecration have to do with them crossing the Jordan? You may ask. But see, whenever God is consecrated, huh? there is for a particular reason and a purpose. God will have us just doing stuff to be doing. Uh-huh. Because sanctification and consecration 
first cause us to repent. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, first thing first, we need to repent. Uh-huh. Let's sorry. Change our mind and change our direction. Uh-huh. So repentance is of the first order. Whenever we fast and praying, whenever we consecrate, the first thing we do is repent. Uh-huh. And so then that brings us into a closer walk with God. Uh-huh. Because he said he would not despise a contrite spirit and a broken heart. Huh? When we come before God broken, uh-huh, we lay down ourselves. We forget about ourselves. And we concentrate on him. That's what brings you closer and closer to God. Huh? Hmm. The anointing. See, you're going to need a special anointing. Huh? Because last year anointing gone. You need an anointing to be able to go through. <laughs> Is this a new day? It's a new... You're going to need the anointing because the anointing is what? The only thing that destroys the yokes. That's the reason why you consecrate, saints. You need the anointing. Hmm? And God's anointing is precious. He ain't just handing out his anointing to everybody. Hmm? We, we expect to see supernatural. We expect to see God moving like that where he's splitting the Jordan River and the Red Sea and folks is walking on dry ground. That was supernatural. That was out of the ordinary. Yeah, folks in brag and boast, oh, I got money, oh, I got a job, oh, I got, oh, well, that's great. But I'm talking about supernatural. <laughs> Yeah, those things that man can't do. What y'all talking about God doing is stuff that man can do. I'm talking about what man can't do. Uh-huh. That stuff that was deemed impossible. That's what... with the people. The hearts of the people has been far removed from God. Huh? God said they believe me with their lips. But their hearts are what? So God is getting past what we say. Huh? And God is pushing us to do more. Let me get back to the review here, but Rosetta started out in the beginning. <laughs> well, she did a good job. So the Israelites prepared to enter the promised land. So they spent 40 long years. Uh-huh. Those 10 spies came back with a bad report. Hmm. And we think that God won't allow us to go through some stuff. Oh, honey, you sadly mistaken. You don't know God. <laughs> God will allow you to keep on and keep on and keep on until you get the news. Maybe I need to believe and trust God. <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. Ain't got no problem with letting you wonder if that's what you want to be. Oh, my God. So... The ten spies, they basically told God, we're not confident in your power. Oh, that's, and that's what they told God when he came back, gave the report to Moses. There's giants down there. They got a lot of people. That's all they kept talking about. Now, what time did they say, oh, but we know what God can do? Hmm? What 
Watch what you say to God. Hmm? Because God remembers it all. <laughs> he remember all your confession. Watch your confession before God. Hmm? Because it was a bad indictment that leadership, here we go with leaders again. Leaders out of these ten tribes didn't have enough confidence and believe what God can do. He had already shown them all these miracles. They done went through the plagues of Egypt. They done seen the Red Sea being split open and they walking through on dry ground. Why was that not enough? We got to ask ourselves, now all that God done done for me, why is it not enough for me to believe him? Amen. Come on now. All that God done done, I can't even explain it all, bro. Everything that God done done, Sister Alicia, y'all take a flashback just for a minute. Take, 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 Take a flashback, Deacon, all that God done done for y'all. Your family, your kids, your grandkids, everything he done done in your life, huh? How he done turned situations around, how he done life put you on the right, open doors for you, how he done healed when the doctors up and all of that, uh-huh. You he was going to come sometimes. You had more bills than you had money. Oh, uh, come on here. Still do, but God, he's still working it out, ain't it? Then he opened Take a trip now of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You should be on the trip. Uh-huh. And all that God has done for you, all he done done for your kids, he done done for your grandkids, how he done brought them out, how he done kept his hand on their life. They didn't deserve it. They was living raggedy, but God. And that ain't enough for you to believe God. Why you constantly got to ask God to prove himself over and over? He not already proved himself. He done proved it, proved it, proved it, proved it. He done showed it, showed it, showed it, showed it. Every day you wake up, brand new mercy. He daily loads you with benefit. Every day you got a new dose of benefit. Every day. I don't care if you have a bad day on the job. So what? You got a job. God opened a door for you to have one. He opened a door so you can get a check. You can get insurance. Come on here. Stop complaining. Stop whining. Because you have a bad day. I heard the psalmist say, my good day. for 40 years and one by one grandfathers grandmothers fathers mothers they succumb to age disease and the elements hmm. and the fathers marched into unnecessary battles let me let me let me see 
a lot of times the battles we face in life, some of them are unnecessary. Mm -hmm. well, I'm just saying. Now, everything that come in your life wasn't necessarily the will of God. Uh, hmm. Because God said you shall have life and that more abundantly that you are an overcomer huh? by the blood of the lamb and by the word of your testimony. Huh? That you shall live and not die, declare the works of the Lord. Hmm. Wealth and riches shall be in your house. The word is not in my mouth. And I shall grow like a palm tree, flourish like a cedar in Lebanon. And I shall be blessed if I obey his word. I shall be blessed going out, in coming in, in the city, the field, basket, storehouse, fruit of my womb. The things I put my hands to will be blessed if I obey the commandments of God. Huh. Huh. So some stuff we have to come to the conclusion. Huh? That was unnecessary. <laughs> well, I'm just saying now. Huh? You shall dwell in the land and thou shalt be fed. Hmm. Oh, I believe that was Psalm 37. But that's Psalms 1. Huh? Uh, Walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, for his delight is long and long, and does he meditate on day and night? His tree. Huh? Is planted by the rivers of water. It brings forth in its season. Leaves shall not Oh, well, well, I, I'm just trying to scratch my head here and figure out what the problem. Because, see, a lot of stuff that we're going through in life is unnecessary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Pastor. Unnecessary. Uh -huh. I'm trying to figure out y'all help me out here. Because... You know, if we trust in and believe in God and his word, then some things are not necessary. I'm just trying to lay it out. Y'all help me out here. Because if they were following God and they really believed like they said they believed, you mean 40 years of wasted time? 40 Years of wasted time. Come on. Huh? Yeah, in them. Forty years to get that. That root would not come out. Well, what you let get in you? God had to wipe out that whole generation uh -huh. because they let that root get down in them. You better be careful because there's a whole lot of stuff you don't attach yourself to the wrong people where you don't believe this doctrine. And you ain't going to go to heaven in, in, in spite of it. So you have to be very careful become a part of your heart. I know folks for a fact that they in an apostolic denomination, but they believe in Trinitarian doctrine. Be careful what you let get in you. Because uh -huh. <laughs> that's some heavy weight. <laughs> you going back in the bondage. Huh? When God did all that work to show them God, 
and we take it 10 steps back. Can't believe God. yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you and the Hebrew word for sanctify is kadas it means to make something or someone become holy because he said be ye holy for I am holy it means to make a difference, and this is what we struggle, make a difference between the clean and the unclean. Prepare yourselves before you approach something or an event that is orchestrated by God. Because God has a standard. And we don't go before God any kind of way. Huh? Because he's holy. He's separate. He stands alone. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh-huh. And he expects a people to be holy, to be separate. Huh? Come on here. Not to mix religion. Not to mix other gods. You're not going to mix him and another god. Oh, come on here. Huh? Oh, he has laid out his standard in his word. And he expects us to follow that standard. Sanctify yourself. That's not only an Old Testament command, but it's also New Testament. You know, of all you folks who think, you know, the Old Testament can't tell you nothing. Well, uh, Paul told Timothy to purge himself. Uh huh. Uh, that you shall be a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for what? The master's use. So sanctification is in the old and the new. You got to be sanctified. The Bible says that it's God's will that we are sanctified. I believe Paul was talking to the church at Thessalonica. Oh, it's God's will that his people be separated from sin, from worldliness. Come on, somebody. Oh, we got to live in a time now that sanctification ain't no dirty word. It's God's expectation that his people are sanctified. I know how I'm going to sanctify your Even Jesus said, sanctify them through thy truth. Yes, thy word is truth. We sanctify through the offering of the body of the Lord Jesus uh, once and for all. I believe that was in Hebrews. Uh, you are sanctified by his word. You are sanctified by his body. Uh, you're sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, you got to be sanctified. Uh, don't think you're going to walk up into heaven uh, and you ain't sanctified. Uh, oh, you got to possess yourself with sanctification and honor. Because holiness and sanctification is still right. Because Jesus said, I sanctify myself. I sanctify myself. And if he was sanctified, his people got to be what? Sanctified. Mm -hmm. 